0: A couple years down the road, you go home, you go uh, back to the Hamlet, <laughs> the neighborhood that you grew up in. How did you know that? Because I remember from last time. Oh. So you go home for Christmas, you're going to go home <laughs> see your folks, yeah. you know, it's a big time of year. The, the Dean household, you guys put up a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your dad wouldn't uh, cut it down himself this year. Your mom was like, hey, you need help? And he goes, no. And he left. He's gone for three days. <laughs> he came back red from the sun, you know, just like he spent all day and night out in the harsh winter winds in the Northeast. Why did he do that? Cuz he found the best Christmas tree of all time. He hiked for uh like 36 hours through the woods. The pines of eternity. <laughs> it's uh, a pine the Pines tre- of eternity? <laughs> yeah, it's a pine tree grove in uh New Hampshire. Just him and a fucking axe <laughs> and a thermos filled with coffee. <clears throat> so he hikes for like 36 hours, right? <laughs> Finds this tree that calls out to him, chops it down, drags it behind him through the snow, through the sleet. He brings it to your home. And you walk in and you're like, holy shit, this tree is like so big. It's like leaned up against a corner. You know what I mean? It's just... It takes up the room. And it looks fucking great. So you guys go home, right? You go home. What's so great about the tree? It's just majestic. It's just like the perfect Christmas tree. Okay. You know? When you look at it, you just hear sleigh bells. (laughs) The first time you kind of like look around behind you, you don't see anything. So every time, like, while you're on vacation, while you're, you know, back home, every time you come down, it just kind of, like, surprises you at how large it's gotten. You know, it's just, like, it's just a huge tree. Yeah. Gets a little bit bigger every time you see it. So you're, like, hanging out, visiting old friends, you know, old neighborhood pals from the Hamlet. You guys, uh. Brian. Huh? Michael Donham. Yeah. Amongst others, you know you go out bowling with them one night you guys get dinner you see uh you know other relatives it's the christmas eve eve the 23rd of december <laughs> you lay down in the bed you spent your youth in first place you ever jacked it <laughs> you know the mattress is still the same because you uh you remember that the first time yeah. you did And uh, that night, you just laid in your bed. It was during the summertime. You had the window open, ceiling fan on, just letting the the breeze cool your body off. Oh, God. And you were just breathing heavy. (laughs) And you you go, you know what? I need to remember this forever. Oh, God. You grabbed a pen off of your nightstand, and you pulled up the sheet, and you wrote the date. It was June 23rd. Nineteen ninety seven. And hold on, my parents never got a new mattress. No. And I was so compelled after the first time I masturbated. Yeah. That you marked the occasion. <laughs> to, that's just on the so mattress. disgusting. So you like to mark the date as yeah. what did you say the wind cooled my body? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a gross. It was like an exceptionally like cool night that <laughs> night. Was it? Yeah. And there's just something about having your window open hearing the sounds of the hamlet the occasional car driving by the scuffle of shoes along the sidewalk outside of your home feel that cool air all over your sweaty sweaty body so you're laying down in that bed and you go man gross feels like feels like yesterday (laughs) And you kind of like chuckle to yourself and you roll over, you remove the sheet and there it is. I'm reminiscing on. June 23rd, 1997, written in your awful penmanship. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. But it's still like like a sixth grade version of you. Yeah. You know, so it's somehow even worse. It's faded with time, but the mark remains. That's horrible. That's the last thing you remember, you fall asleep. You wake up the next morning, a little on the early side. Your mom knocks on the door, she goes, Pat, time to get up. We're going to uh we're going to Christmas Eve pancake breakfast. All right. Every uh, every year your your like grade school has a pancake breakfast. Where they uh, Spring Hill Elementary. Yeah, they they go back some of the I grew up uh the neighborhood the school was right uh by my my house. Yeah. I walked to school. And thank God. Because you were, you were late sometimes. You had some moments where you like overslept your alarm and you woke up with like six minutes to go and you go, uh-oh, and then you would uh, put on that Bob Seger, those you know, the old time rock and roll. You'd put that on and uh, then you would just get ready in the morning and you would just slide down the banister <laughs> your home Hold on, and you'd land perfectly in your shoes. And walk out the door to the school just behind your house. This happened every time. No, no, just like a couple of times. That's insane. I mean, you like that record, so <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I guess. So your your elementary school is having a pancake breakfast, right? Like I said, they do it every year, Christmas Eve. the The whole like your whole little community comes together. People come back. They make like pancakes and sausage, and they serve milk and juice and there's like a there's like a raffle and it's just like a it's just like an event that happens in your town you know yeah and you as a kid you always thought it was fucking stupid but it was kind of a tradition you guys would go like most years that you were in town you'd go and get pancakes you'd all wear matching Christmas sweaters oh god fucking rules it just says the dean's on it (laughs) They were kind of like jerseys, like they were stylized like jerseys. So it had like you had like a number on there. What was my my number? Eight. (laughs) Why? You fucking love Troy Aikman. (laughs) You love Troy Aikman, quarterback of America's team. Before he fucked Keith Whitley to death. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Rest in peace. So. That was just like your number, like your, your dad's number was 69 and you just had no idea what it meant, <laughs> but all the other dads would always like walk up to him and be like, Hey, you know, but now obviously, you know, that, you know, Yeah, it's a yeah. magic, it's a magic number. It's a ju- I get it. It's an adult number. So you never but you never really liked it. You know what I mean? It it wasn't a thing that you would like look forward to. It was always like kind of a chore. To the point that your parents would almost bribe you guys, like you can open up one present when we get back from pancake breakfast. So, you know, your mom comes, she goes, Pancake breakfast, let's go. She goes, look in the closet. You walk in, there's a sweatshirt. (laughs) It's red and gold, uh, iron on letters in the front. It says the deans. Yeah. On back it says Pat, big fucking number eight. She goes. I had it made for you. You turn around. You, see, you like see her. She walks away. She's wearing hers already. Nice. She's got on a little headband with deer antlers. <laughs> that is so funny. You guys get in the car. You go to the. You go to the pancake breakfast. You walk inside. You see there's just like people that you kind of recognize, just as like being around your neighborhood. You know, uh, just older versions of people you might have grown up with you kind of nod and wave to a handful of people and your mom kind of explains who they are as you walk by Okay. you get up to like the the table where they're serving the pancakes and uh, you know they, they give you a stack of pancakes you kind of move down a little further there's a lady there who puts two sausage links on your tray lady with some fucking scrambled eggs some fucking scrambled eggs they look good (laughs) okay (laughs) keep going you get your utensils finally at the end your your dad pays for everybody you know thank you thank you you uh thanks you (laughs) you go sit down (laughs) never said it in my father in my life (laughs) you go sit down and uh yeah you're like oh i forgot i'm gonna go get some more syrup so you it's pancake breakfast you know so you go up to get a bottle of syrup. As you walk back towards the line, you can see like straight back into the kitchen, right? So you, you can see just like um, they're shelving along the walls and like a dish machine and a, a sink back there. And you see that there's somebody like hunched over the sink. Looks like they've got something sticking out of their back. Okay. So you go, you get the pancakes are up. You walk back. Would you tell your folks about it? Yeah. What'd you say? I go, well, did you see that? Go, what are you talking about? I go, go back and look. I'd make him go. As your dad gets up and he like goes to take a couple steps forward yeah. and you all just hear like a big like thump. And then a blood curdling scream <laughs> comes from the kitchen. Jesus. And somebody just starts screaming, Maria. Maria. I'm just sobbing. The lunch ladies stop what they're doing. They run back, and they all just start losing it. Yeah. Somebody runs out. and goes, is there a doctor here? Maria's been stabbed. There's a doctor there. What's his name? Dr. Gil Morgan. <laughs> Dr. Gil Morgan. Yep. <laughs> What's his deal? He's uh, a... <clears throat> He's been a surgeon for about 25 years. He's the gallbladder king of the Northeast. Oh, God. He's got commercials all over the Northeast area. Yeah. It's him uh, in like a big office chair. He's smoking a cigarette. He goes, look, I'm going to level with you. (laughs) Gallbladder surgery. It's pretty easy at this point, but I'm the best. He goes, you come see me day or night. Just come on in. I'll fit you in. And then it goes, Doctor Gil Morgan, the gallbladder King of the Northeast. And then it cuts to him with a pair of like scissors, and he's just like raising his eyebrows, and he's like snip snip. You know I mean? <laughs> he raises eyebrows like comedically or like yeah yeah yeah. Or? I mean, a little bit of both, you know. <laughs> okay. So he uh, he's like, I'm a doctor. And he, he goes back there and he, like, you know, checks her pulse. Yeah. And he goes, somebody call an ambulance. This woman's dead. And then he steps over and goes back to his pancakes and just starts eating again with his family. <laughs> so the pancake breakfast is <laughs> weird pretty much ruined. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, Dr. Gil Morgan, gallbladder king of the Northeast, doesn't get a lot of days off. Okay. 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 That's, all right. Day or night, Sorry. he's taking a chance by being there. Somebody could be at his office right now with a gallbladder emergency. But you know what? His family comes first today. Okay. So he keeps eating, right? EMS shows up. I put her in a body bag. I wheel her out. You guys are just kind of like in shock, you know? The the staff is just like... All, all the the kitchen workers, the, 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 the lunch ladies are all just like clearly distraught you know so as like a community you guys decide to like come together and help out and kind of clean up so you're in the back you and the other deans you're like uh emptying hotel pans with food in them you know you're doing dishes and stuff like that you're um, you're on the dish sanitizer station so they're washing them you're sanitizing them and putting them away A drag and you look up and you're kind of like standing right where maria was standing and you have this weird moment where you're like, man, this was like the last place somebody stood when they were alive. Yeah. And you look up and on the wall, uh, there's like a mirror. And when you look into the mirror, you see Maria's face looking back at you. <laughs> oh know. And you see her turn and you see that she's got a big, like pearl handled knife sticking out of her back with the initials P P on them. What do you do? Um, I guess I blink a few times.
1: You do blink a few times,
0: it? eventually the image in the mirror goes away. You feel just like that pain in the same spot that she did on her back. Oh gosh. You don't feel the same pain, but you just feel Okay, where she was stabbed. I guess what I do is I go back to my job and I kind of discreetly ask around. Yeah. What do you ask? I go like, so who who's who's next to me? Your brother. Oh, okay. His sweatshirt is soaked. It's got to be uncomfortable. I feel like um I'm going to ask around the people who work there. Like yeah. who's 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 in charge? Uh Martha chardonnay she's the lead lunch lady okay i guess i uh i make my way over to her yeah and i continue to kind of like wash dishes and stuff and i go uh oh, what a what a terrible loss huh yeah she uh she's kind of just shaken up obviously go, she was yeah we know maria for 15 years i go so who was she he was Maria Pearl. He was one of my best friends, oh man. She started here two years after I did. You know, when it went through budget cut after budget cut, she never left. She showed up every day. The kids loved her. Mm. she's just tearing up. She goes, "I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do <clears throat> i guess i would I would say, did she have any enemies?" She looks and she goes, What the fuck are you talking about? Enemies? Yeah, like somebody who would want to hurt her, do you, do you know? I try to do it like really casually. She goes, Maria was the sweetest person we'd ever met. Oh, yeah. She was enemies, what are you talking... Like, that's... This isn't, a, this isn't a TV show, Patrick. Go, okay, I'm sorry, I just... I wanted to ask. She just takes a long drag off a cigarette (laughs) shakes in her hand she exhales right in your fucking face jesus what do you do i go all right i'm sorry i asked and i go back to what i was doing and i look in the mirror is she still in there no okay so you finish sanitizing all the dishes yeah you go home christmas eve like fuck what a weird oh i forgot it was christmas eve yeah yeah jesus you know like what a that's just like what a strange thing to like put a damper on you know not only your holiday but like jesus you saw just a lady get murdered yeah so you try to reconcile what you just saw you go to sleep it's pretty restless you toss and turn most of the night you keep having this image of uh you Standing at that sink, looking down, it's Maria's hands. You look up in the mirror, and there's a man with a long, narrow black hat plunging a knife into your back. You see his beard poking out from beneath the shadows of his hat. You still smoke on his breath. Jeez. And you look in, like, your face, it's Maria's face but you look at it in the mirror and then you just fall forward into the sink and like onto the floor. Yeah. So you keep having this, like it feels like a memory, you know, there's pain and it's like sensory filled. You wake up in the middle of the night, two 30 in the morning, you go outside just to like kind of shake it off. It's been pretty disturbing. Yeah. You start walking around your neighborhood you just kind of mindlessly walk, and then you uh, you get to like to where you can see the elementary school, Spring Hill Elementary, and you kind of look at it in the nighttime, like the parking lots just sort of illuminate, like the tall tops of the exterior, and it's kind of like stark and beautiful in the nighttime. Snow falls around it, and there's one light on in the kitchen area. You think oh that's fucking weird yeah you get ready to turn around and then you see just a long black hat well a silhouette of a long hat oh no looks just the same shape as the man who stabbed maria in your dream but i'm seeing him in real life now you're seeing like the silhouette of him in the window of spring elementary yeah that's not good what do you do um do I have any, like, weapons with me or anything? No, Pat. <laughs> you, you, you had a nightmare, so you're going on a little walk. <laughs> well, maybe but I would have... You bring a fuck, What, <laughs> what I'm you just doing? curious. Maybe have yeah, Do I you have two sides? Is that what you... What do you... <laughs> I got like, like, a kitchen knife or something. Yeah, you're just going to carry a kitchen knife around the hamlet? Yeah. I guess that'd be a little bit weird. Well, I don't know. Okay, so... I don't know. So, you? Is that par for the course? No. No, not really. Um, Okay. I'd sneak closer
1: so I you sneak, sneak closer
0: yeah so uh, around uh spring elementary there's a bunch of like um um little like uh fucking what are they called trailers mm-hmm. uh for like because the population have getting bigger and bigger so they have these trailers to the i mean at this it. point those trailers are gone oh really they, they built onto the school okay yeah so i was gonna say i would sneak behind them no Hmm. They built onto the school, and now it's like double the size of what it was before. Okay, then I'd, I'd move. I'd carefully move my way through the shadows. So you weave your way through the shadows. You just sort of think of it like dancing through light. You know what I mean? Do I? Yeah. You feel nimble and secretive. as you as you like walk along what you is, just what on earth okay I'm I'm telling know. You, as I'm you walk sure. along you just make sounds like the wind like whoosh whoosh with my mouth whoosh. yeah with your mouth <laughs> and you sort of like give a play-by-play of what's going on you know Dude. sort of narrating it just to yourself just to give yourself confidence okay so you uh, you sneak around gracefully as you've ever snuck before. You sneak around, you're right by the windows of the, of the lunchroom. You can see the same beard poking out from underneath the shadows of the hat. You see that long, narrow hat. Yeah. I try to like, listen in dead silent. Hmm. At this point, I probably start getting a little frightened. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like looking around for something. Yeah, I didn't plan this very well. I think I think I'd be a little frightened at this point. Yeah, I think I would take. Do I have my phone with me? No. Fuck it! I go. I kick down the door. You kicked down <laughs> So you go up. To I the confront door. this guy. So you go up to the door to get into the into the building. Yeah, and you you kick it as hard, hard as you can. Yeah. So a door like that to a school is made of metal and it generally opens outward as opposed to the hinge opening inward. So you just kick this metal door as loud as you possibly can. It doesn't do anything to the door at all, like barely even a scuff, but you see that that hat just sort of turns and faces you dead center and you hear a voice go, who's there? Patrick, you see that the like the hat like sort of hones in on your voice a little bit more. Yeah, And you feel like it's looking right at you. And he goes, Patrick, who? Dean. So you're your first and last name. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It sounds. I would be so petrified at this point. You're standing. I'm petrified there. now. Uh, you, you see like. The hat just always stays dead focused on you, like the center of like right near the middle of your face. I can't see his eyes. No, you're like looking through windows that have like a shade drawn so you see just like his silhouette. But you see that's lit up inside. and he kind as he moves from like one window into the window on the door in front of you. you see that he's just like always dead that hat is just like dead center on you the whole time. Okay, right? So he stands in front of the door. You hear him like you can like see him like reach down, and you hear like the click of that long bar metal handle. Yeah, just I don't know why engaged. I thought he the door. <laughs> and he pushes the door open right in front of you. He goes, "Come in." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I walk in. You walk in. I I need. I there's no there's no turning back. You walk in, and as soon as you walk in, he uh, he pulls a pearl-handled knife from his boot, and he just stabs you in the stomach. <laughs> he stabs you in the stomach, and he, he rips upward. Uh, all of your guts just fall onto the floor on Christmas Day. <laughs> you know, all of your entrails just spill out. And he goes, why would you come inside? <laughs> and then you look up at him. You catch, like, the one of the last things you, you see. You just look up, and you can see that he has just two, like, pearly white eyes and pearl white teeth there's no color in his eyes he just stares down and he smiles at you and then he fucking die <laughs> 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 who was that guy you could have asked questions you could have done you could have done so much i, I mean I, I you know i don't know I just wanted to confront him. Yeah, you wanted to confront him. You tried to kick in an inward opening, door, like like at a school, like a metal school door. Yeah, I guess. Why didn't think it through? I guess. Yeah. And also, you're not a guy, it opens the complete opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, that Tim, what's that sketch show where he's like, no, the door opens the other way. Yeah. And then he just forces it open. Yeah. Just like that, but you just, you're not, you are woefully unprepared. Okay, I get you're it. fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs>